0: On this episode, we're gonna talk about the original loot and shoot franchise, Borderlands, and review Borderlands Three. Hello and welcome to another podcast, The Last King Podcast. Joining me, I'm of course your host, Mr. Toffee. This is Handsome Shafiq.
1: You... Yes. And
2: this is the Siren, Eccentric Tom.
1: Sirens are always oh. female.
2: Yeah. What's your point? <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so uh, wait, except for the brother, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, but then that's again, he case. was
1: the what you call the the weird sibling who was. Yeah, actually... he was literally a parasite. What do you call that term? Uh, when babies are born inside each other.
2: Uh, I do not know the exact medical term if that's what you're asking.
0: You yeah. the medical. It's PhD. definitely not Siamese. That's for sure. It's not Siamese, right? They got separated no, no, right, at
1: the arm or something. So yes, yeah. yeah, so we were talking about Borderlands the yep, yep. part three finally dropped. Uh, and wow, um. There's been a lot of controversy, a lot of commotion, but there's also a lot of things that we here kind of like about the game, I guess. Yeah, well, exactly. And not kind of. Full... We do, we do.
2: Yeah, we're yes. get to the full review later on,
1: but... Uh... But yeah, I think it's more important for us to remind all our Last King fans that we're a goddamn video games podcast, so we're going to talk about video games for an entire episode.
0: So yeah, yeah, we're going to be talking a little bit about Borderlands, how it actually happened, how it came to be, and... How we got started. I believe we should go back all the way to 2007 when this. You're just making it sound like title. it's like 50
1: years ago. It was like just I know, I know, 2007. It, We're still back in the day <laughs> It
3: was like almost uh, 12 yes, years ago.
2: 2007 yes. when I was even younger.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's not, it's like, oh, back in the 90s when Borderlands Zero came out now. It's like, yeah, so it was, what, 2009? 2009
2: was when the game came out, but it it got announced at E3 2007.
1: Around there, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. And before that, before it actually had the art art style we know and love today, it actually was adopting something that was akin to your 3D fallouts or your... uh, Basically a realistic kind of style artwork per se. Because Modern these, Warfare so...
1: and Gears were selling like hotcakes, so Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah. Call so of
2: Duty. Borderlands went through what I would like to call a reverse fuse.
1: Nobody played Fuse.
0: <laughs> no, some people did. Exactly. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Eccentric Tom played Fuse. <laughs>
2: I did not play Fuse. I looked at gameplay and said, no, thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the first one. After all that reworking in 2007, a couple of years, yeah, we got the first ever Borderlands with the four classes, the Wall of Pandora. It's really, really art, yet, you know, kind of on the nose, but really funny kind of humor thing going on. And of course, the loot. So maybe you guys can tell me, like, what your experiences with the first Borderlands was like. Uh,
1: it was fine, I guess. I know. Uh, I saw the potential in it, and I did enjoy the looting, shooting aspect. But I guess, no, I think around that point in time, I was kind of more into other types of genres. I kind of like fell off the whole FPS thing for a while.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and like I, you were done with like Quake and all that. Yeah, I mean ago. like the
1: thing is I spent the better part of the 90s and most of the early 2000s playing FPS games. And I kind of thought to myself, you know what, there's a ton of GRPGs I probably missed out on. And I decided like, yeah, and this was also around the time where I like, kind of like, 2009 was, like, this is 360 era, right?
0: Yeah. 360,
1: PS3 era. Of, uh, PS- yeah. So, yeah. this yeah, is definitely Xbox, like I mean yeah. like PS3 had like so many things you needed to play. So, it was probably it, it didn't slide under the radar. I was very much aware of it and I did play it the first time around. But I guess it's the kind of game that you got to put in the hours. I mean like mm. all of these games, oh God, you got to yes. put in the hours cuz it, it caters to that. I mean, one of the reasons I also wanted to kind of avoid this was when it comes to, like, looting, especially, like, you know, uh, anything that has drops and stuff, like, yeah, that's a time sink I couldn't afford back then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and plus, uh, I would say, I don't know, I think my attention was elsewhere at the time, but yeah, I was very much aware of it and it was a bunch of fun. And I guess, I mean, it's the kind of game where you need friends. I would oh, yeah, say, definitely. I mean, like, especially around that era where, like, a lot of people were kind of talking and harping on about, like, how toxic, like, uh, <laughs> Xbox Live was with, like, 13 year old kids calling you gay but then yeah again, the yeah. Call of
0: Duties and your Halo kids all bitching at each other I mean like less. one thing I
1: also want to kind of mention is like when I played Borderlands the original is like it was one of the few occurrences where like I went online and like hey, the community is generally nice we, we all are kind of trying to help each other out and get loot and I would say I think it was also like my interest kind of moved on towards other kind of uh, games I mean, I mean what, this was which Monster Hunter was this back then?
0: uh Frontier is it, or two? One of those. It was definitely for the PSP, right? Yeah, so I it onto the PSP.
1: yeah. and I think pretty much around that time, like I think I really had that one other time sink so. Nah, I, I couldn't yeah. give it my full attention, but I appreciate its existence. I think a lot of Borderlands fans kind of feel the same way about Part 1.
0: I think what was really cool about this is it actually did scratch my Diablo loot hoarding, gotta get them all kind of itch. Like when you see the greens, when you see the purples, when you see the orange loot like popping up and the different manufacturers and the little quirks they have for each little gun here and there, you kind of feel invested seeing it. I mean that's how I felt anyway. But at the same time, yeah it's just fun to play per se. Again, the shooting, I guess at the time this was something that I kind of didn't really actually exp- how do you say, it? Like you, you got your halos, you got your call of duties, you got your resistance games as well, but this one Definitely it was a league on its own, like, sure, you can actually do a bunch of headshots, but again, unless you're leveled up, like, higher or slightly around the same level, you're not gonna do these squats, so you gotta treat it still like an RPG, so... Again, scratch that Diablo kind of itch, but in a more first-person, again, with rocket launches and... weird-ass dogs and flying racks and giant spider ants trying to kill you and stuff, which... Again, kind of unique in that sense, lah, like... I mean, the last time you actually played, like, a... Uh, post-apocalyptic game I guess was Fallout 3 and people were still playing that but didn't really stretch that same itch like Borderlands did back in the day not really
1: I mean around that era Rage was around I guess
0: Rage was I think a year later and was yeah, it? that one hmm. was a year later and because... people didn't care about that unfortunately
1: yeah I mean yeah, it's a lovely tech demo from IDE because they're always up, <laughs> they're always trying to push mm. the like the technology and stuff but I do also kind of recall that maybe it didn't kind of get the attention it really deserved because like I do recall around that era, yeah, the Call of Duties and the Halo's was definitely in the forefront of what people considered mainstream shooters.
2: Yeah, and if you were into your RPGs, I think that was around the time New Vegas drops? Probably. Oh,
0: New Vegas was a year later. Yeah, it was, was later. Yeah, so
2: Fallout 3 is still out and still supported. It was before, you know, Bethesda had like a big dark stain around its name.
0: Mm. And then Borderlands kind of followed that same template from Fallout 3 the whole like, oh, we're going to have expansions to keep the game kind of up and running. Mm. And actually, for the most part, I guess one of them among all the four were actually more noteworthy. The one with the General knocks, because Mm. again, more loot, new weapons and everything. And they kind of got a hang of how to tell a story, per se, because... I guess a lot of people did enjoy how the narrative was, despite... Like, it's got, like, potential to actually grow, which we'll mm. get to much later. I think that's say. one thing
1: I do appreciate about Borderlands. I mean, aside from the aesthetic where it's it's just basically Star Wars meets Mad Max. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, which exactly. it does very well. And I think also, I think it hadn't really quite developed its tongue-in-cheek style of humour yet. Because I think the the problem I have with the, the new Borderlands games, especially after Part 2, is, like, how self-referential, how topical it tries to be, which yeah. gets very cringe very fast. But then again, it also mm. depends on what it is they want to do for that moment. But I think more or less, uh, when Borderlands came out, it was definitely... I mean, it wasn't new. It was definitely combining of genres. I mean, that has been attempted earlier, but I think this was the first one that did it successfully. And I would say accessibly. Yeah. Because it did Oh yeah. Excess. Like yes. people will like always point to something like Hellgate London as like the first looter shooter. And then like you try yeah. playing that game, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you still like your tank controls? <laughs> okay. <laughs> auto aim was there for a reason. Actually auto aim is still Is Auto Aim still
0: in the games? No, I only mean for the console if, versions. Uh, right? Only for the console version. You the PC also, version you gotta it, aim. Yeah, like you can turn pro. it on if you if it detects um you control that yeah. Hmm. And Hellgate was two thousand seven, so I guess you could give it props for being the first but obviously not the most successful. Yeah, I mean they had this
1: the... other problems too because it's like, I mean, firstly, it was like everybody was expecting another Diablo. They didn't expect a shooter. Yeah. yeah. And then also another thing is like, I mean, if we all recall, like when, like, I was there in the queue when the game was supposed to launch like at midnight and then when you installed it and none of the servers worked and you couldn't log in. <laughs> oh, was, like that classic early 2000s internet bullshit that mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, yeah, sure. We we we've all gone through that with like WoW and stuff, right? But I would say also the fact that I don't know. I think around that time, the zeitgeist guys was like people were not really interested in such games.
2: Like, yeah, the big like loot loot heavy kind of gaming. I think definitely came more like the early 2010s.
1: Not really.
0: I mean, Diablo was no, no, been no, around. It was still so around was yeah. for a while,
2: but it didn't have like you know massive like you know broad appeal. Is what I'm saying.
0: Mm. Uh, you also got to remember that was also the time I think people were still playing Maple Story, Ragnarok online. Yeah, I mean it's it's a more MMORPG kind of feel, mm. but it still had that loot coming out when you kill the instances, boss, and everything. I mean
1: also to the fact where I think back then the gaming audience was pretty much split within their genres because yeah. RTS guys and FPS guys and like even Diablo, uh, dungeon crawly guys or Roblox, Like I mean everybody had this individual pocket. It was very and lane. segregated. Yeah, so it's like when you have a game like this where you're combining genres, it's like you're literally trying to convince a whole... You, either you're trying to create a whole new genre of gamer or you're trying to get ge- uh, gamers from different genres to try and coexist. And then I can imagine, like, for me personally, when Hellgate came out, like, it was not FPS enough. It felt too, like, I would say clunky. And I mean, like, it kind of made it very detrimental to the fact that it didn't have that kind of replayability. Like... It, w- it was probably amazing, I guess, in terms of looting, because I didn't go really that far in it. But I would say this to at least Borderlands, is that it nailed the mechanics of a shooter first. Hmm. And also, like, the thing is, I mean, if you look in hindsight, the loot in Borderlands 1 is okay. I mean, the random I mean, legendary the time, was fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, at the time, you got, yeah, like, your, even like, your legendary weapons or even your purple weapons from the bosses that were actually unique on its own, like, uh, I think a slow pellet shotgun and a few others, or like the wave, TK Baha wave, like you don't see that that often in, or at all in most shooters in the day lah. Yeah so. I mean the gimmicky me guns was
1: actually kind of, I don't know, I, yeah it was definitely a selling point. Because I do recall playing Borderlands and thinking like, uh, because like, you had your archetypes, you had your rocket launcher, your machine gun, submachine gun assault rifle, but now you have- And you're
0: teleporting grenades too, don't forget. Yeah that. and then now mm. it's like
1: you're playing game like Borderlands and this gun shoots bunnies for a reason. Yes. And why is this so enjoyable? Okay, and I think like it was definitely a dip in the water or something that would later I would say I mean, let's just go straight into it. Then Borderlands two happened. Yeah,
0: and yeah. That was no, I think it was three years later. Yeah. A it's, whole
1: lot of basic. Like three years later and the thing oh, three, is, three, yeah. I mean, you have to recall. It's like when Borderlands came out. Like we were actually kind of appreciative, also, of the fact that like they were kind of consistent with the DLCs. Mm-hmm. Like there was definitely more to the game. Uh, there was also more to the world building, and like not just only that, but expanding like the the possibilities of the builds. And I would say like it was definitely a lot of experimentation and a lot of steps in the right direction. And I think once they've learned all their lessons, then pff, when Borderlands 2 dropped and it's like yeah this one I jumped in full on like yeah uh, I would say whatever borderlands 1 did and it's like everybody saw the potential and I think like it was like even though I didn't think it was as popular or didn't kind of like um, create that new wave of gamers but I think the guys who stuck around for borderlands 1 were also kind of very important. I mean I did mention that the community is super friendly.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh yeah So yeah. if you
1: play Borderlands games right like yeah be prepared to meet guys who will ex- actually like re- help you out and I mean yeah you do get badass points for reviving people. I mean but that's beside the point. I mean, but it helps. Yeah you
0: get you get XP, you get uh yeah, yeah But XP, I mean like. I
1: will say this like, I think the best thing about Borderlands 2 is that like, when you join any random game online it's like three other guys who's like, Hey we're gonna do this, let's do this together. And I think it also stems from the fact that, like, I think this kind of culture, I mean, you have to give props to, like, WOW for creating it in the first place, where everything was more, I mean, also, to an extent, Counter-Strike, where, because, like, the the more dueling, arena-style shooters were kind of, like, uh, leaving their heyday, and then, like, team-based shooters was actually super popular, I mean, mm. props also to Modern Warfare and Halo.
0: Oh yeah, and Team Fortress 2 that's still stuck around.
1: Team Fortress has been around for a
0: long time, sir. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> yeah. Part two. Yeah.
1: You know, it's still and there's still four like what three more, three thousand more achievements I'm not even willing to attempt. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I don't
2: have enough time in my life. It's astounding how people are still playing Team Fortress 2.
1: Because every year, new tactics and new things will always develop. It's, it's like the more you play it and the more you realize certain bugs or glitches or certain like um. What's the word for it huh?
2: The meta's changed.
1: Yeah, the meta keeps changing. The meta, yeah. And I mean like, there's nothing more fun than playing Team Fortress and it's like, uh, one heavy with nine medics.
2: Yeah, I remember <laughs> that happening. <laughs> I, when I briefly played Borderland, sorry, Team Fortress 2 for a while, I remember that being the that thing I ever so wanted to so gloriously
1: stupid, but yeah. it makes so much sense. <laughs>
2: Yeah, especially when you're not getting on with the programming, like the only pyro on your team. It's like, guys,
3: now?
1: Why are you the only pyro on the team? <laughs> because <laughs> pyros are fun. You should switch the sniper straight away when you see shit like that. Like, everybody's a sniper now. They got nine medics on the other team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Slim pickens, yeah. So anyways, speaking,
1: So Borderlands 2 dropped. So, uh, guys, what do you think?
0: Well, I can tell you that's probably my favorite E3 during that time because uh, when Borderlands 2, they had that really big-ass display with the... With the characters and everything, like Maya, Gunzerker what's his name again, Salvador, and everyone else—it mm. was yeah, nice to watch and everything. I, I but,
1: also yeah. agree with you. Uh, the marketing for really was really full on because I think it they was saw insane, the insane, dude. Yeah, yeah because it I think insane. because of the success of Borderlands One, and then they realized that like, okay, we got a couple of million of scratch on top of the profit, right? Let's yeah, just push yeah. that all into marketing and like mm. developing yeah. all this stuff. That, uh, I mean, I remember the event here in Singapore. And I was there and this is like well back in two thousand twelve during my games Journalist this era. <laughs> and like this just I would say this right, it's the only occurrence I can ever remember playing a game during like a like a roadshow and immediately mm, yeah, liking yeah. it. And immediately thinking like I can't wait for this to come out.
0: Yeah, and that was actually nice I guess it was kinda nice at the time to see like the CEO Randy Pitchford, coming down at one time, but that's about it. Hmm. At E3? Uh, no, no, he came down to Singapore at one time. There was some media event that happened and Oh my everything. god, I think
1: I met him, yeah.
2: Yeah, I did.
0: You must have. <laughs> did he try and do magic on
1: you?
3: No. <laughs>
0: Thank god, no. No. But yeah, the actual game itself. Like, um, I guess this is a very good example of, like... I guess there's a bit... Uh, I mean, the loot and shoot game... The loot and shoot core mechanic actually been improved upon because, again, more stuff to do. Classes with a bit more diverse uh, skill sets, per se. Mm-hmm. It, and also the narrative in the sense, too, because... I don't know. I mean, personally, I feel that Handsome Jack is probably one of the better villains in video gaming. For I guess since uh, I would, I would Andy say Ryan. all time, like yeah, he is really?
1: definitely one of the, the most interesting antagonists ever. Because like,
0: he's like top five now, basically top five, top definitely. ten for any list.
1: I mean, yeah. especially like if you do play the narrative game and you're like you know running around. And he's just constantly nagging at you to go and kill yourself. There's that kind of negative reinforcement that, you know what, I can't wait till I see you and punch you in the face, here. But yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. You're, you're, you're quite hilarious. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I There's a bit of a chumminess way of actually talking and everything, but at the same time, yeah, this is the bad guy. He's going to do really bad things. And he did, per se. So he balances that fine line between charisma and just pure evil percents. And not just
1: that, because like, if you, I mean, if you do finish the game and you see like, oh, he did it for Thanos.
3: Yeah. It's like, <laughs> he did, like, <he> huh. Ah. <laughs>
1: So it's like, everybody, I mean, like, there's that running meme going on right now. It's like, not, Handsome Jack was right. I mean, and it's like, of course, because he... Spoilers for those who has not finished it. Yeah, Angel, his daughter, who he kills to take over, like, you know, the warrior. And, like, I would say... I mean, that was also one of the few occurrences where, like, the, the gameplay and the story kind of... uh had like almost perfect simulacrum where it's like i am actually finally interested to seeing where this goes Mm. (laughs) like uh but more or less i mean i think the most important thing about borderlands 2 is that it finally figured out the the core thing of confirmed legendary drops from raid bosses from invincibles and also making things farmable because i think what a lot of people appreciated about borderlands 2 was the fact that it increased the replayability because if you were to compare this to like Borderlands 1, like the problem with Borderlands 1 is that Legendary will come from anywhere. It's like either from a chest or from a random, like you can farm Chroma Max for all you want, but the chance of you getting an orange, like is like a
0: like hundred to one. they very high. I mean, very low. Yeah. Super, and then super like
1: even in the base game of Borderlands 2, when like they give you the, your free Invincible with Terramorphers, it's like he will definitely drop a, a Legendary. And then seeing as how, I mean, also you have to understand is like I played this on Steam, And I know like there's the dashboard hack for the consoles, but the fact that you could dupe shit, (laughs) and that that made it even more replayable because then like whatever stuff you find, you get to share with your friends.
0: Yeah, yeah, or any random stranger like, "Hey, you want to dupe and all that?" You're helping out the community per se. I would say like yeah,
1: by, by then we, we we all became friends. Yes. <laughs> Shoutouts <laughs> to my boys on the Steam Borderlands community, like guys, Borderlands Three. Can't wait to hit Steam, huh? Huh.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be Probably another like few either months. a year or six months. We'll see. If, six uh... months
1: to the day of release, so it's like it's gonna be an amazing uh January when I get to play Borderlands Three again, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> on an actual like uh, multiplayer platform that is. Like decent, I guess. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, but more about that in the review. But I think also the fact that Borderlands Two also made things so customizable in terms of builds. Like what Borderlands One did was basically create a like a certain skill set that you could definitely, I would say. I mean, it helped you define one playstyle. Or like if you if you like to be more melee or brawler, or if you're more tanky, or you're to be like a glass cannon, right? I think what Borderlands 2 nails perfectly is the fact that among the four characters, right, it like each one of them has at least three distinct playstyles that can also match the gear you have and your playstyle. And also the fact that some of the most ridiculous weapons of all time. I mean, like, as a zero player myself, with Boar, a double penetrating unkempt herald and inflammable the B, you are unstoppable. Yeah, <laughs> and I would say is, like when you do like invincible runs with people, and it, like, like what I really enjoyed about Boarlands too is the fact that it was so gratifying that if you would clock in the hours, if you could you were the grind, get your levels all the way up there, and then uh I would say you get a bunch of guys, take out like Hyperius the Invincible just to get a North Fleet, and even more importantly is like. That point when you hit like OP eight and you one shot things,
3: mm-hmm.
1: even the most impossible invisibles is like everybody knows about the god bore like basically with zero with like with periods, but you can literally one shot him with a well placed DPUH and uh, I think that's what made that's what made Boylan's, I think eternal. I mean I've said it on the podcast several times that I think this is the best looter shooter
0: of all time. And no other game has beaten but it. But now yes, that so BL3
1: yeah. is out, where does that stand? Hmm? Find out more later <laughs> in the main segment. And also the fact that it's like... I mean, okay, hands down, Salvador, best character in the game. I mean, like, he's ridiculous. Like, if you were to just grok nozzle and freaking DPUH on the other hand and you just gun zerk, and you just... It's like infinite bullets that just does a billion damage every time. Mm,
0: yes, yes. And especially
1: yes. if you pair it with, like, a flame with a firehawk shield and he's literally invincible because, like, when his shields are zero... Is like every time he just touches anybody, like his his like health shoots right back up, and I will say this is like it's the gamiest game that ever gamed to me, mm. and it's like the not only really the perfect matching. I mean, if you want to call it a good FPS, it's not because. You'll have to it's still got that RPG trapping per se. Because I wouldn't even it's give it the RPG trappings because a good FPS, right, you know where the bullets land. You yeah. play a Borderlands game, it's like I have no idea where this is gonna hit, I'm just gonna point in the general direction and hopefully one of the twenty bullets I'm gonna shoot at hits something. You know, and then like I mean but like yeah, everybody starts out very early, like trying to get a good sniper rifle and tr- trying to do like critical hit shots, right?
0: And a... even then, there are actually better classes like Zero, who can actually stabilize it or do the boar thing, like you mentioned. Yeah,
1: you I mean, I mean, Zero. I mean, if you like to play glass cannon style him, if you like to play brutal melee style, like Zero with a rapier, and just like like even a sham shield, it's like he, he does like a million damage per punch, <laughs> you know. And and the fact yeah. of the matter is like is like that you can chain it, and you can still stay in stealth if you like if you kill people with the kill skills, right? And um, I mean, I can talk forever about Borderlands Two because it's
0: like we have to give. I do go. enjoy. I do enjoy playing a lot of Siren back in the I day would before say I switched to to uh, gauge the Macromancer because I kind of like to have an Macromancer. AI I think
1: around. right is low key top three. It's Salvador Zero, then maybe Macromancer third. I mean, Axton Grenade or Theodore Exton might be interesting, but I would say like I mean the best thing about Borderlands Two is like not only can you get nerdy about it, right? You can jump in right now, and the game's still fun.
2: Yeah. It- it held up like I played it fresh in 2019, six <laughs> yeah, years after yeah, it came expected. out and
1: everything.
2: Yes. <laughs> and hey, it's definitely more fun than I love other games I started playing that came out this year. Affm! Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not mention yeah. that. <laughs> tried so hard. Didn't go anywhere with that. I mean, like, yeah, tried. uh, it tried. No, it did try. It tried to convince everybody. You need to pay $90 for this shit. No, no, they, they're definitely marketing did an excellent job. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we all still own our copies. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess. I, guess. <laughs> I mean let's just say what it yeah, Cataclysm is. Yeah, was fun, guys, right? Uh, I, right? Mean, I mean like a, a lot of people out there are like saying that like, Boland's 3 is the final nail in Anthem's coffin. No, bro. Like the Lilith Anthem was
2: the final nail in that coffin. Yeah,
1: it was not. Anthem itself was the first nail. Final nail was just that fucking Lilith DLC that came out for oh, yeah. no reason. Yep. <laughs> it's like yeah this game is still being supported up to this day and i guess it's finally hit its uh sell-by date because bl3 is out and i guess all yeah, the be resources
0: you did a new game yes too you know i mean but
1: i wouldn't hold it past the team like you know like even in like a couple of years hey we're still gonna do another Bolens dlc maybe no i don't know
2: <laughs> well, i mean OP I...
1: 20 people <laughs> hey, it might happen because like for
2: example uh in the total War Sphere, they're doing like cross dlc between warhammer 1 and warhammer 2 mm-hmm. because they're like still like a few people who play the first Warhammer. Yeah. Don't I don't know why, because like you literally play that one in the second game.
1: I mean, you can yeah. even look
0: as games as well as Diablo 2. People still play that shit. Yeah. They yes, still run this letters this day, yes. up to this day. I think there's a website that actually is you get to actually play this app called Median, I believe. It's like a hardcore version of Diablo mm-hmm. 2. Oh, I tried it, like, yeah. It's how was that? Not how was that? Bad. <laughs> But it's not the same. I think the the problem is it's not
1: stable enough. And the thing is, it's also very dependent on your internet connection, your progress. Ah, uh, damn it! <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, it's okay. I mean, like, but <laughs> let's get back to Borderlands. <laughs> oh yeah, Borderlands. Okay, the game that we all truly love here, the Last
0: King, and I would say yeah, it's one of the best games all time. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, I, it has the numbers 10. to prove it too. It has the numbers to prove it too. I mean. I think this had the brunt of the sales in the franchise like 13 million copies up to then. Dude, every time
1: they dropped 30. the DLC another million people bought this game. It's <laughs> yes. like when the tiny teal well, the tiny Tina DLC came out and they are like who's playing tiny Tina that that ash girl
0: from like fucking that games website. Uh what's, what's her that? Name? Um hey hey ash what you playing? Yeah. yeah from that. Remember that boys and girls back yeah, in the yeah. day? And her brother's the one who did the writing for Borderlands 2, so yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: There
1: you go. Right. Oh, hey, nepotism. So, alive yeah, <laughs> <go>. and well. <laughs> but I mean like Dude, when they dropped Tiny like, Tina, and the fact that it got even more wackier, like, there's a gun that shoots swords that explode. Yes, that was fun. You know yes, what I mean? It's one. like, there's a gun that shoots unicorns. You know? Sure, with, with trailing rainbows, it's like, I don't know why I want this in my life, And unicorn but I'm that glad out it out the exists. Well, yes. Because friendship is magic. Yes, <laughs> friendship is it. fucking magic. And so is loot,
0: sirs. Yeah, loot coming out from a unicorn if you paid Iridium or something. Yeah, that's Butt Stallion. Yeah, Butt Stallion, yes. <laughs> <laughs> butt Stallion.
1: Well, I mean, even the, the, the Campaign of Carnage with Torg, or like the Captain Scarlet DLC. I mean, what I love about Borderlands too, and I think also is what is going to be the, the main focus of comparison, we're going to talk about not only part 3, but other games of its ilk, right? Is basically that loving need to just go crazier and to go bigger constantly. Because mm-hmm. I would say like, bang for your buck. I mean, you can buy this game for like five bucks on Steam, but if you drop like 20 bucks, you get the handsome collection, which is everything. Yeah. Yeah, with the whole HD 4K kind of remix. That is thing 200 going on to. to 400 hours of sheer fun that you can do. And I just hope to God that like the multiplayer for this still
0: exists. Oh, it does. You know, I mean, like, yeah. It's At least until the Steam version of uh, Borderlands 3 comes out. Hey, that's six know.
1: months of still solid gameplay on uh, Borderlands yep. 3. <laughs>
0: That is true,
1: yeah. I mean, if anything, uh, Borderlands 2 is such a high watermark. And I also want to say, like, nobody saw this coming. Because everybody mm. thought it would just do the same numbers as Borderlands 1. Like, oh, it's a oh, silly, it fun, uh, looter-shooter. and like, But it'll never make a dent in this industry where everybody needs a new Call of Duty every fucking year.
2: Yeah. So, hang it on. Like,
1: punched a whole new one in the I in the have industry. a bit of a sure.
2: uh, brewing in my head. When did Diablo 3 come out?
1: Much later.
0: 2011 2011 oh, so the year before. was Ish. it Le- it was definitely 11 or 12 one of those years yeah
2: it came yeah. out before i came to singapore for sure and i came in
0: 2013. what's the theory sir because i remember uh, writing my theory is it. that
2: a lot of people uh hated diablo 3 and so they decided that they wanted to give this Borderlands thing a well
0: true that i mean i think not oh it came out
3: the before same year too, that's for sure yeah. may 15 yeah.
0: 2012.
1: I mean, I was first in line to get Diablo 3 and I was fucking disappointed with it. I think that also probably. I also want to. I also have another theory because uh-huh. this was the uh, the revolution of Fermi technology for Nvidia. Mm. If you do recall, this was like the 680, the 670 era. Yeah. And every fucking Nvidia video card came packaged with this. Oh. And I would uh. say, like, because you have okay. that five year cycle when it comes to people updating the computers. Yeah, yeah. And it was around that time, especially when I think it was Ivy Bridge or just before Haswell maybe mm. it was like that era where like uh, PC building kind of uh, came back into fashion and like yeah. it was super affordable like like back in the day it was like, like $4,000 for a decent gaming rate but now you can get like all the teraflops for about $2,000 and not only that if you buy a GeForce you get free borderlands too and also yeah they started making
2: it even more modular and overclocking became a button press rather than having to like actually fiddle with uh the hardware
1: true that I mean but it's also mm, yeah. vendor specific uh, but I would mm. also say this right? Uh, I think Borderlands like, this was definitely a very interesting one because 2012 I would feel is like one of the, the greatest years in gaming because yeah we had Diablo 3 and Borderlands 2 coming out among other things but I was also saying like there was this strange shift in people understanding PCs and I would blame this more on like that this sudden explosion of youtube channels explaining how to overclock pc's or how yeah. to buy pc's you know like shout outs to like uh tech syndicate and linus tech tips and all these <laughs> oh, guys <laughs> It's
0: still around up to this day yeah, you yeah. Know, and i would say like yeah. it
1: was this era because everybody and i think also you gotta give some love to nvidia because it was nice to see them going to like all these guys basements or like living rooms and like here's the newest g-force let's put it in the system and let's start benchmarking it because i would say around this time 2012 benchmark culture kind of had a new renaissance mm. because it's like especially with the, the iv bridge era where it's like the things you could do and like the, the clock speeds you were getting is like i was getting like on my i7 which is running right now still to this day i can get i, I hit like a solid 5 gigahertz under 1.5 volts and like it's okay i don't want to nerd out too much but it's like when you have all this performance and then you have a great game attached yeah <laughs> I would say I think like, you want to see some great things going on yeah I mean I would say Borderlands 2 I mean aside from being a great game but it was also stars aligned because 12 million copies sold is no mean feat sirs that's yeah,
0: huge yeah. actually it's not just marketing it's also gotta have some things happening at it's the gotta right be
1: fu- not only that it's also fucking quality and yeah. like everything just like fell into place for this game and I would say like I mean till this day it's like Whenever you want to mention like all the imitators you want to mention like Anthem you want to mention Destiny Destiny 2
0: hmm. I think Destiny was the more prominent one because it was basically Bungie just re- having the repetitions on the line with this game when you yeah. come with Activision
1: yeah, I'm also saying this like what Destiny does very well is that it improves on the formula. Like when it make like the terrain and made the, the environments like more. I would say. I
2: think the shooting was tighter because, of course, it's bungee. Oh, like they know how bungie. to make a shooter.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's also one of the problems I have with Destiny. Destiny is like because it feels so. It feel I feel the pedigree of a mit- militaristic shooter, mm. whereas something like Borderlands, Borderlands is like. There's a certain amount of randomness you need. There's yeah. a certain amount of stupid you need. Whereas like I didn't. I don't believe I pulled that off. You know, this gun is not supposed to hit anything or, like, this shit bounces off walls. And, like, when you play something like Destiny, it's, like there's something about it that becomes very, uh, I would say, it becomes scientific, it becomes very processed, becomes mm. very... Like, like I think when gamers play Destiny, it's like, if you want to be really, like, anal about the geometry and, like, like you know, the critical damage and all the mathematics, right? Whereas something like Borderlands 2 is like, this gun... Let me explain. the The, the, the sword's explosion is a shotgun that shoots 12 swords that exploded impact.
2: I think what you're trying <laughs> to say is that with Destiny, it becomes more about min-maxing. Yeah. And power gaming. But you, I mean, you can Borderlands. Min- but then, if you go and try to min-max, everyone else goes, what the fuck is wrong with you, you loser? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Certain weapons just act different ways. I'm still trying to figure out how Conference Call works in the latest game right now, as we speak. The, the, yeah, the Conference Call came back, right?
1: Yes, it, yes, it came back. And it has makes, a cousin now, yes. It doesn't make sense in Borderlands 3 because, like, I would say this, right? Okay, let's not... We're going to go into the review very soon. We should be going into it, like, actually, right around, around now. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I would say, so, like, I mean, but conference call like if you recall like maybe third DLC in BL2 especially when you had a B and you could just one shot everything with that shit Yeah,
0: yeah. before the patch happened I believe and I think before that's the, the key happened.
1: difference between Destiny and Borderlands whereas Destiny feels more like yeah you definitely rely on not only your gear and your skill but also on your co-op and yeah. it becomes very I would say it's like it's just like the division it's like everybody needs to work as a team everybody needs to be super on point constantly yeah. whereas Borderlands 2 is like I'm just gonna throw this grenade and see what happens you can also just like solo it and yeah. if you want yeah, but, yeah, yeah. S- but I mean what I'm trying to say is like when you play something like Borderlands 2 there's, it's just so over the top zany yeah there's that, that, that gleeful chuckle you have when it's like
2: it's zany without being like colourful uh, bright corny. as well too
1: yeah, I mean, which is what I appreciate, especially about Bowlands too, because it does like uh, dance on that line between cringe and corny, mm.
0: which. Okay,
1: bonus trailer review some, coming soon.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and there's still some emotional impact in some in some of the story bits, especially the tiny Tina when you finish that episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't feel a thing. I didn't care. I was too busy killing <laughs>
1: dragons, right? You get to kill dragons <laughs> yeah, in yeah, the yeah. tiny teal see You get to kill golems and dragons and like Trians as well. The best place to farm your bees that drop grenades that heat seek and slag it's like yes that's the shit i want right now i need this
0: in my life you know and, and exploding blimps too thanks to Tor- <laughs> mr torque <laughs> it's still a funny it's still a funny game So I yeah. would say this- oh man mr torque it- he did not make an appearance in part
1: three. Oh spoiler actually let um, me yeah, there's one we'll, slaughterhouse we'll round that you get to unlock much later in the game but yeah i would say this right um i mean definitely with you guys is like the characters <laughs> yes of course yeah. just the, the random shit and the people you meet you know i mean like especially like the first time you meet tiny tina she's like a 12 year old girl who's a psychopath why is she adorable right now yeah you know and i mean also like i also appreciate the fact that the Characters you played in part 1 Became the new I would say stalwarts Yeah With Roland and uh, Lilith Lilith especially, Brick yeah. and Mordecai And yeah. Mordecai And
3: Brick <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Brick as himself
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And I would say Oh man Shoutouts to Brick Coming back in part 3 yeah? Hey mm-hmm. And I would say this is like Again on what I mentioned earlier It does create a universe Because mm. that, Since part 1 Like these are the characters That you are And then to think of Like when you play This new game that whatever you attempted or whatever you achieved like you were the hero of part one and now the heroes of part one are in the game
2: it's kind of like handing off to yourself yeah the next uh, stage of I, the gener- I think
1: that's also what i also appreciate is the fact that it kind of solidifies you into the universe or into the ether as like that i have that is the what i've achieved there and it is it's, it's represented in a way that exists in the new game so it doesn't yeah. feel like like you finish one game then you move on to the next it feels like no no, it's still the same story. Like whatever I did in part one mattered and here we are in part two. But now I'm playing as somebody else. Now I'm playing as a cyborg ninja who speaks in brackets and like Haikus, haikus, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a haikus. <laughs> those are haikus. I mean who who can literally one shot things if you know how to build them properly. Oh yeah. So uh I mean okay.
0: You Enough bouncing about... around it.
1: Let's talk about Borderlands 3. We're
0: not going to talk about yeah, Tails? we're going to have to. <laughs>
2: no, no, let's uh, not talk about
0: Tails. Well, okay, just one bit lah. Reese, Fiona, uh, pretty it, good, cool characters. That's
2: yeah, about Reese it. comes back in Borderlands 3 with a moustache.
1: Spoiler alert, yeah. Scooter dies. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, well.
0: <laughs> and get, at least he gets a nice farewell in the expansion, so there you yeah, go. good he, for
1: him. He did get a nice farewell, and it's nice to see Ellie take over, but I miss him saying catcher, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. He's <It's laughs> like this, I mean... And I think that's one thing is like... Uh, I wouldn't say it left a bad taste in my mouth, but they kind of redid that several times in Part 3. Mm. Where it felt like... I don't know. Maybe it's the trend of like what Avengers did where it's a handing of the torch to the next generation. Or here's here's the next... And then that's it, also probably one of my biggest complaints about the game. Because like when you play Borderlands 2, like whatever you did in Borderlands 1 is still represented by the characters that surround you and give you quests. Yeah. Whereas in this one, it feels like... Wait, what? what are you, wh- why are you guys doing this? And the thing is, right... I mean... I seldom talk about story or character development in video games, but I love Borderlands so much. Is like, okay, number one complaint: I don't like the story.
2: The story feels Part three. Yes, it feels I very like uh, you're pulled along by your nose hairs, kind of.
1: <sighs> no, True. I mean, it, it is a story-based mission shooter. Yeah, but... I mean, but
2: but like, even like Borderlands two kind of felt like a little bit more open-ended, whereas like hmm. it felt more like an actual RPG. Whereas this one's kind of like, first you go to this planet. Actually, now I have to go to this planet. Oh, now I have to go back to the other planet. Oh, back to this the, planet. It's like...
0: The game has been like that, but um, what traffic I think, also kind of did bring up is, I think it's because of the charisma of the villains and, I guess, the overall writing where it feels like it's leading towards something, but at the end, there's not much of a payoff. Yeah, and I mean, that's like, about it. I mean, I, I think... mean, there's still some good things, but we'll go to the bad first, right? So yeah,
2: well, I mean, the villains. Yeah, uh, the Calypso <laughs> twins are fine, but they're no Handsome Jack. They're
1: not Handsome Jack. They're definitely not. No. no, I can
0: understand Gearbox. They have big shoes to fill because Handsome Jack, like we mentioned, probably someone's top five or top three best villains in video games. Like, I think
2: yeah. like only Glados comes close to uh, yeah. like competing. To exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's out there
1: with Bowser. You know, yeah. In terms of like, th- these are the guys you you just love to hate. Yeah. And I also want to say this, like, I think you also have to kind of, I mean, we, we're not going to gloss over it too much, but the pre-sequel came out mm-hmm. and it didn't do numbers, but it did try to humanize Jack in a way that I didn't know I wanted. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. But
1: I mean, it didn't Phantom Menace it where it made Darth Vader limp. It, it more or less is like, oh, hey, there's, there's because more Because he was already a douchebag. To. Yeah, true that. Just
2: became an evil douchebag rather than just like likeable douchebag.
1: True. But I also kind of appreciated like when they brought back like characters from part one like Athena, you know, or like even like the sheriff herself from part two who was just yeah, a random uh, Nisha, side mission. Yes. <laughs> and who's the best character in the game if you pair up with a, like a rose gun.
0: I think she was, yeah, she was pretty OP when someone she found out how to fucking build. OP. I mean, she's, like, she's
1: the perfect character to le- power level people. And like when that came out and then I think uh, we also have to, I mean, uh, just as setting a premise for this review, right, you also have to kind of pay attention to the fact that they took a step away from Borderlands and decided to create Battleborn. And that oh, yeah. had one of the most unfortunate opening releases of all time because it came it's up against fucking Overwatch, Overwatch. after
2: Overwatch. Yeah, Crazy, And it
1: went to free
0: yeah. to play like the month later. Yeah. And I think it was three, I think it was half a, mo- half a few months. Which is so a shame later. because
2: it's actually quite fun to play.
0: It is. But the thing is, if you have the people to play it with, and I—it's marketed wrong. It's supposed yeah. to be kind of like a MOBA with a first-person kind of view. Like my, it was definitely marketed so as a...
2: like an equivalent to Overwatch. It's like, yeah, no, you're not going to win this bout. No, no against someone yeah. like Blizzard who has Activision uh, marketing department money. I
1: mean, it's not even the marketing. It's the fact that Overwatch is actually a very—it's a superior game.
2: Yeah, it's... well, it was. It's they've messed around with the meta a bit too much recently.
1: I mean, they have to because people that's figure been things out a lot. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and another thing because the difference is like it is a competitive shooter compared to a cooperative shooter yeah. like Borderlands. Whereas like so when you play something like Borderlands, and if like one guy is overpowered, like that's fine. Yeah, yeah bro, you do me. your thing. Saying, <laughs> cool. You go do your thing. I'm gonna mock I'm, up whatever be you I'm I'm gonna try not to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You seem to be able to handle yourself well, sir. Okay. Whereas something like when you play Overwatch is like, yeah, it's it's a different kind of grind where it's like. You need to get good real fast if you wanna mm-hmm. if you wanna jump into Overwatch now. I'm sorry, you're like five years too late, boys or girls. But we're like yeah, something like Borderlands is like you, you, you can play it, it, it now, start yeah. now, and it's still an amazing game. Yeah. But if anything, it's like so. Besides that, like um, it's not just the characters in Borderlands three or the story. The story is cringe as fuck. I, I didn't really it, appreciate it that at all. Also,
2: yeah, I don't know whether it's me that's changed or maybe it's. A- the humor's not that good. It's not. It's oh no, it's actually not. terrible. And often I, I've temp- been tempted to just like mute all um, game audio and mm. just like listen to something else. Because... Or
0: even skip cutscenes. Oh wait, you can't do that in Borderlands Three. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Well, for this version, maybe I don't know.
2: Because yeah. if I have to listen to another fucking psycho blabber, some absolute incomprehensible nonsense.
1: But as, since part one,
0: sir. Since part yeah. one,
2: but like, at least you can't actually hear what they're saying. Okay, time. the
0: cycles, at least you can kind of mute the SFX. It's just the character dialogue, everything. Like I you're trying right to tell a joke, not that, this doesn't really land. I would say, yeah, not only the, the jokes not
1: land, it's the fact that, like, the thing about Handsome Jack is, right, like, he wasn't totally out to get you, but he was definitely egging you on from the start. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the thing is, he's like, I mean, he's a lovable asshole. His, his charisma is definitely over 4,000, right? And then you have these two, like, douchey, whiny kids. And then, the thing is, they represent... Streamer kids, yeah. Yeah, they represent that kind <laughs> of Jesus thing. Jesus Christ. Which I find super, like... oh I get it that you're trying to be topical... But what's the play here? Like, what is it about streamer kids that I should despise? I,
2: I, also, I don't know why, like, they're thinking, hey, we're joking on you guys, we're definitely selling our games.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, when, when your jokes are nothing but memes that's not going to last, like, another two months, right? There's nothing eternal about that. Because then again, yeah, yeah, it loses its topicality very quickly. Yeah. Whereas Handsome Jack, like, literally when he tells you, I want you to die right now. Why don't you go kill yourself? Go jump off a cliff. I'll even give you a gun for it. And he does. <laughs> yeah. He actually gives you a gun for it. <laughs>
3: I was like
0: I There like is it. the same I kind like of mission like, this mission like that. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a same kind of mission like that in part three, but it's not the same as what. Yeah, I mean, it's more, it's more impactful. That's, in part the, that's two. the
1: comparison I want to make because the thing is, like, when I did the mission, I did, decide, I did decide to kill myself, and it's like her voice in the gun constantly, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna use this weapon. And yeah. This weapon's not that powerful anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> exactly, you know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. like, when you played the handset Jack one, there's this is like sadomasochistic kind of like, yeah, go ahead. Like, wait till, like, wait, wait till I see you and I punch you in the face. I'll punch your face off your face okay and i would say also uh also for C- cat trap i have shot him
2: so many times with so much volume he just was so sh-
1: fun in part two though and he sucks in this uh iteration well he didn't get to do much work if we do the behind the scenes well,
0: research. yeah i know they,
2: yep, got, yep. they got rid of their because of yeah yeah you know, all that stuff
1: i mean he asked for more money right? and then like apparently Randy yeah he wants to get him paid for that
0: part of the, yeah for doing the vo but nothing I know but he I mean, wasn't like,
2: paid because it was like meant to be like a voluntary voice voiceover thing. But you
1: know. then again, I, don't know. I mean, but he he was he didn't make much of an appearance in this one. And I would say this, right? not really
0: at the start, and then you just have to help him with a side quest of sorts where you have to build him a girlfriend or something. Well, it's just a friend, yeah, yeah,
1: technically. But I mean, like even the new characters like Lorelei, Ava, uh, and like that. The what was the guy with uh, the cowboy Oh, uh, that's Clay, that's Clay. Yeah, Clay. It's like, they don't seem to have the kind of personality you expect. You know what I mean? They feel more like facsimiles of other ideas. Mm-hmm. It's and if anything, is like... I guess I... I mean, I, I will not fault the game for having bad writing or like, un- uninteresting characters because that's really besides the point when you play a Borderlands game.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the window dressing, like... the yeah, I mean, there's... the window dressing does help in setting up context, and at least I felt that was what kept me going on in Borderlands 2 per se. Yeah. But for part 3, I think the only thing I cared about was probably like uh, Jacob and uh, Hammerlock. I mean, they're both, they're both lovers and stuff. And I kind of want to see how like the plotline
1: went on. Spoilers though. in the end when they held hands, right? <laughs> it was like,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I kind of like the yeah, voice lines for your actual player characters.
0: Yes, that's actually a like, really good Amara touch. is a lot of fun to listen to because she's just yeah. such a sarcastic <laughs> asshole. I love it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, and also Zane as well. Actually, all of them. All of them are just fun yeah, to like, right.
1: to. I haven't yeah. used Fleck and I haven't used... Who's the other one? The one who writes
0: who uh, the most. Mech? Oh, Moose. Most, most. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, the thing is, uh, as of this review, I've done two playthroughs. One with Amara and one with Zane. Uh, with Zane, I've managed to unlock Mayhem mode finally. And yes, I'm yes. enjoying myself thoroughly. Uh, but I would say this, like... Um, yeah, I mean... Nobody plays Borderlands games for the story, actually. I mean, like, everybody plays it for the loot and everybody yeah. plays it for the mechanics and they, they want to mm-hmm. play it for the challenge. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if I want to address anything, right, okay, I didn't really like the window dressing. I didn't really like... I mean, I like the aesthetics and, and I don't understand people complaining, it looks like the same game. It's set in the same universe. The well, fuck are you all talking yeah, about? Yeah, they, they, they so, gotta like, keep it consistent. There's
0: only so yeah. much to
1: do
2: with cell shading. I mean, it's like, or it's comic
0: book style, yeah. outline heavy whatever yeah I
2: mean Art yeah style. I mean uh, we well, just going uh, to how timeless the first two are like they look as good as a game that came out in 2019 because
1: yeah. yeah but I also want to say like another theory Star Wars effect because if you show the desert planet the ice planet the fire planet like what else can you do I mean like, you got well,
0: the you got the purple planet um, you got the jungle this. planet for yeah. this
1: one which is like it's fine but is
0: like really killing my frame rate right now <laughs> Oh, yeah, the swamp level. Jesus Christ. Eden I cut my frame six, rate to or, 38. Yeah. Like, Eden 6, yeah.
1: What is the. This level is
0: too much for my video card for some reason. And I, mean, I mean, it's it, pretty, and I like the effect they have the mist and everything, you know, it gives a mysterious feel, but. Yeah, it's, God damn, it's kills, dude, it kills computers. If
1: yeah. you're a hardcore Borderlands player, such as myself, yeah. we all do the same thing. We turn all that shit off yes. yeah, because we want our frame rate. <laughs> it's like. It's nice that you did all this for us, and we truly appreciate the work of all these like game designers and developers. Yeah. but nah, I really need my sixty FPS consistent. I need them frames, yeah, yes. yeah, because like when you're trying to like three sixty jump no scope like headshot critical somebody during a crazy monkey fight in Eden Six, you need all the frames. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you need all the frames,
2: man. <laughs> well, having said that, uh, performance-wise, I think it's fairly optimized because, you know, my looking a little bit longer to tooth now, uh, but on uh, like very high settings, it ran consistently like between fifteen and sixty. Yeah. Apart from when it became very particle heavy.
1: No, but, I mean, yeah, even but, part know. two had that problem exactly with physics yeah. and stuff.
2: Mm, I mean, yes, like
3: yes. My, from
1: my point of view, like I have a slightly dustier machine, but it's still a beast. And I would say I do clock in between sixty to one hundred twenty frames. And I play on... uh, I mean, even on default settings, it did drop to 30 or 40 in some areas. So
0: that's high, right? I'm guessing. That's Mm -hmm. terrible, actually. Yeah.
1: And the thing is, is like... um, I mean, for me, I'm really... uh, I mean, I care more about my frame rate because I need to have my gameplay be as smooth and as functional as possible. Yeah. Especially
2: for a shooter where I really, really... Yeah, you
1: definitely... Of course, the thing is, like... Especially when you do Twitch style... uh, I would say Twitch reflex kind of shooting, right? Mm. But... If anything, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty game, I would admit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, my only problem with the aesthetics is some of the levels just have too much running room.
0: Oh, like the spacious room with all the monsters coming in. God damn,
1: yeah, that took too long to, to, to get through.
0: Yeah, and
2: also they could do with a couple more fast travel points. But also, oh no,
0: the fast I, travel is actually welcome. To be honest, I felt that was a good change from part two to part three. No, it,
2: it's a welcome thing, but they could have added like at least one more where because like if you had to double back, it took a long time, and it felt kind of pointless. Depends
0: because like the oh, some... and you can also teleport to your vehicles, which is a nice touch. Yeah, as well. Well, well, I love that. That's a great
3: idea.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, and the vehicles are great, apart from la- levels where you don't have them, like Athena's, where it's just like one long fucking
1: slog. True, but I mean I also appreciate the fact that you can fast travel, you don't have to be at a fast travel point anymore to fast travel, Yep, you can just like from anywhere, you know? Exactly, uh, yeah. I mean yeah, okay, if anything, one thing I also need to point out besides like the, the the story and the characters is, I'm still not happy with the mission design and some of the level design. Hmm. It does feel like, like especially during the later levels, right, where it feels like, yeah, there's a lot of padding here right now. A lot of corridors. Wait, wait till you get to the end where there's too many corridors <laughs> yeah it's we're talking many... about the
0: final planet or like before that
1: I mean I enjoyed like those random stages where it's like the assault on cathedral where it's like literally like a death star run but you're in like cars I, that was fucking fun but then there'll be points especially once you start like going towards the end game and you open up certain vaults and it's just this gigantic map where it's like, we need to run in a giant eight pattern to unlock all these other doors just to get back to the Yes. Map. That is padding. Right? And Central, like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, there's not enough shit to kill in between. So, yeah. I, and it's even worse when like, there's a lot of moments where it becomes like an escort mission. It's like, oh, you have to
0: follow this person. And they move at that speed. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
3: and, and it's, and it's yes,
1: like, that e-
0: happens e- from the first part and the little it's, it's still, it's a problem in Borderlands 3. I thought especially.
1: we'd solved that a long time ago. Now here's one thing I yeah. wanted to patch right now. If you're running towards the objective, if you know where the objective is and you're just going there, I don't want the fucking escort uh, NPC to just stop and wait for you to come and talk to him again. Yeah. I want to just keep going.
0: Like, I want to just teleport when I activate the mission or the marker or whatever, so... Yeah, alright! Can we just yeah. skip
1: all this needless running? I know you like hired some dude to write some dialogue and hired some actor to do some of the voice. Like,
2: like you know no one's listening anyway, just stop it. Yes! Yeah
0: yeah. I mean they'll listen to it once, but they're not gonna listen to it for the thirtieth time when you're loot farming and stuff, alright? Mm. I mean also another thing is like
1: uh I don't like the new UI. The new uh the menu system is a bit clunky. I do appreciate the fact that you can fast travel. But there
2: are a lot of sub menus Yeah, sure.
1: not, it's not even the sub menus The fact that they still haven't nailed the
0: inventory, and that's mm. one of the major Ooh, problems. it's really, really games. messy to me- to work around with. Yeah, yeah. They, like
1: the backpack system is still clunky as fuck. Yeah, and the thing is, it's still. I mean, especially when you have a lot of gear that you just need to kind of sift through and sell away, or you just drop it. Right?
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, you have to like scroll like three by three, like when you're on your backpack trying to throw away stuff mm. or selling okay, it. Okay, and see.
1: W- one final nitpick, I. Why can't you just make mission markers all available? Why does it have to be the mission marker that's active? Why not just yeah, like Yeah, thank you. This is the most annoying fucking thing everywhere so I, because what's fucking annoying is like you do a side mission, you activate it but you don't finish it. You clear a room, you do a main mission, you're about to leave and you just realize that fucking five stages or five steps ago there's like this other room I
0: needed to clear for my side mission and like
2: I mean you can switch between them but on like mouse and keyboard it's on the opposite end of the fucking keyboard so you have to like lift off, switch, (laughs) go back
0: yeah the bracket buttons yeah you have to switch do better gearbox come on that's pretty old school why do you why do guys have to why do gearbox have to stay around and do this I don't know I mean because maybe it's something that works or it's maybe
1: something that they I mean whoever did the UX I mean I'm not saying you did a terrible job but it's like it needs to be better and I will say this right uh, if only games like this could have like be released to, like for modding like definitely the community we have way better ways of like dealing with how you handle yeah and stuff.
2: although um, I mean I know the first mod that will come out uh, would be you know the new patch
1: dude there's places on the internet that already have those characters fucking what are you waiting for that's true
3: but <laughs> yeah
1: uh, but uh, I don't know. I mean aside from that, I mean the only other major nitpick I have with this game is definitely the technical issues.
0: I mean uh, I mean Tom you know I don't
1: think she's... that's a nitpick,
0: man. That's a pretty major one from the it a is, a you know, the yeah. thing is like
1: I don't really mind the nouveau and I don't really mind whatever it is that they need to like protect their IP. But can you make it so unintrusive? Because the thing is, right, this game is dropping swap files of like four gigabytes, bit big on my computer. Yeah, and it's like the thing is, if you're running off an SSD, that is very precious, like hard disk spacer.
3: Yeah, and
1: absolutely. I was also saying, like, there's something strange about the like. It's also hitting hitting my network latency. I don't know what it's definitely pinging back to the server for. And I'm very co- like interested to see like there's probably somebody out there who probably figured out what it is, what information, what data they're transmitting over.
2: I don't. I think it might be a mixture of the game, but also I like the Epic Game Store, because yeah. I think there's something suspect. Because my freshly installed version of Control got corrupted and I had to reinstall. Like I did nothing to it. It's just the next time I came to it, it's like, yeah, no, I'm not working anymore. Is, and that, is that's it problem. probably an
0: Epic Games thing? I'm guessing or what? Sorry. Was it an Epic Games thing, Tom?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the Epic Games launcher. it's just like fucking I mean, like, something. My theory I is that
1: like, I think it's still something to do with the nouveau or something because yeah. it pings back the server to confirm that this is a legal copy constantly, which yeah, is unnecessary. Yeah, and you can turn it off
2: and sometimes it'll just like pop up in the corner while you're like, you know, busy doing something else.
1: Which is super annoying. Yeah. I and mean, also another thing I, I want to really complain about is like, you guys really need to hit your optimization by now. I don't know what the reason is, what the excuse is. I do understand that Okay, in this day is like it's like, you for like, develop for PS4 and Xbox One and whatever system else is coming Ooh, up. it's the same architecture. That s- True that, yeah. There That's were a lot of I'm reports. It's like, you yeah. don't have the excuse anymore. Like, you can't yeah. just say like, you can't give it like the problem of console like this, where we need to like... Uh, yeah, I mean, you've
2: done
0: like... two of these games already. There's really no excuse. Yeah, I mean,
2: it's not yeah. like the PS3 era. It was like, okay, fine. We'll accept that the PS3 version will suck until you finally get around to fixing it.
1: True that. But then again, uh, pff, I would say this also is like... Uh, there's something weird about the optimization of this mm. game because it can run like a dream in certain areas and there's like just parts of the game where like everything just falls apart. So
2: yeah, I think it's like it, they haven't quite nailed particle effects because like the first legendary I got, I can't remember what it's called. it's the shotgun, which like also does splash damage.
0: There's a lot of shotguns. Uh, probably the radiation shotguns it's, from uh, Malawan 102. Who's the I, manufacturer?
2: Uh, oh God, I can't remember. It's not... It might be can, the can space you gun or is it old school gun? Old school gun. It's not Jacobs, uh, because it's got you know actual ammo capacity. Hmm. But uh, yeah, like every now and then, like I shoot goes from fifty to like eight frames for like a couple seconds and comes back up again. But, but you're running on ultra, ultra high, high, or you're running? I'm running on uh, very high, not ultra.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I could
2: probably drop it down, but I don't think I make that much difference. I mean, if
1: you want to maximize your gameplay, especially because I know. Some of my friends who play the game says it's running perfectly. But I also have friends who have like fucking R2080s, right? Yeah. it's running like garbage on their machines. <sighs> so it totally depends. And I I don't know, elephant in the room? Yeah, I saw the AMD logo in the front. Maybe it's optimized for AMD machines.
0: Or It is actually because there's an option to change it to DX12 for okay, AMD RTX. Card. Right now,
1: guys, pro tip. First pro tip from me, don't use DX12 stick to yeah, DX11 don't do that DX12 do is gonna that. ruin your day because there's
0: some, it, it, I think it's still in beta technically it right? took oh, 3 yeah. minutes for my game to load I mean the entire game to load actually when I put that on so I had to change it back yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean
1: we have to call it out for what it is I mean your mileage may vary but definitely uh, this is gonna be if you, if, you, if you don't trust your machine enough maybe don't buy yet yeah, because it's definitely the kind of game where if you if you don't know your settings, you don't know your specs. I mean, if you're gonna get on console, get on console. Apparently, what I heard oh, is oh,
0: don't don't um, unless maybe if you have a PS4 Pro yeah, or PS4 an Xbox version, version it, it X, does yeah. well. I know the
1: Xbox One is like is running garbage. Frame the is, One right? X I think
2: is fine, but like the uh, old the base the Xbox base consoles are shit. Like, yeah, yeah. No who point. owns that anyway?
0: <laughs> You'll be surprised. A lot of people haven't upgraded to the Pro yet because yeah. you know money reasons and stuff. Because
1: they need to watch their Netflix. On their oh yeah. They need <laughs> to there's, snap it in a corner while they're doing something else. <laughs> there's, that, there's that generation of people that, I don't know, I I, I avoided that. Uh, yeah, okay, but all that out of the other way, I really can't think of anything else uh, negative to say about Borderlands 3 other than the fact that this is probably one, some of the most fun I had in a long time and I fucking missed the Borderlands and mm-hmm. yeah. this game... Is definitely. I don't get the review bombs. I don't get people saying that this game is not as good. And like anybody who calls it a balance two point five has no idea what the fuck they're talking about.
2: Well, you know, it's PC uh, players who will always find something to whine about. I'm a PC player. I didn't whine about it at all. But so am I. But you know, then again, I also have other interests. And, I life don't know. and could uh, it be yeah. also
1: troll fuckers who have nothing else yeah. better
2: to Possibly. do?
0: I, I, I definitely. I mean, we definitely have no complaints about the game. That's for sure. Yeah, especially I mean, it when it might have,
2: also just yeah. be because of Epic Game Store. Because there's like, a lot of I yeah, yeah. found the uh, yeah, subreddit for or, uh, Fokka, uh, Epic Game Store. No, it is such a sad, and pathetic place. You I mean, got yes. recommended <laughs> to me on Reddit. I'm just like, oh my god, I hate everyone on here.
0: You so I it's hate... like its own Reddit thread, the Epic hate thread, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Something? yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, oh, there's more than one?
1: <laughs> Can I mention something that's even more sad and pathetic? Yeah. What? There, uh, the Steam Borderlands Two forum page. Oh yeah. Is full of people complaining about Borderlands Three to the developers because there's no opportunity for them to reach out to Gearbox or anybody at Epic and like why is my game not working and it's like when I found that out I was like that was fucking hilarious <laughs>
2: yeah there, there are a lot of people who have uh, you know slightly skewed priorities
1: I don't know no but it's like you have to
2: think Free about it this way. To.
1: like that's the one of the major concerns I have with the Epic Game Store is like they're promising so many things like the first thing that made me raise my eyebrows was the fact that they said like this is gonna have a worldwide pre uh, you, you can pre-install on the same day worldwide and the first thing that i thought of is like do you have the servers to handle that steam took 10 years to figure that out yeah <laughs> it's like <"Well, laughs> how are you going to do that this? was no issue yeah that was no, no issue and like the fact that they, they pulled it off is like okay maybe they have like i don't know secret source, hidden technology somewhere in the background but another thing is like i don't like the fact that you don't know how to manage your updates i don't like the fact that there is no way for you as a consumer to communicate with people and epic about your product or if you yeah. want to complain about anything and I don't wanna go on an entire rant about Epic Game Store, and I'm not a Steam fanboy by any measure, but it's like this platform was designed to sell shit on Fortnite, yeah. And now it decided to go and do the whole "We're gonna try and like revolutionize the industry and try to take down Steam,"
0: and it's like and get more exclusives on their platform. Obviously. Sure,
2: yeah, I mean they're selling it by forcing exclusives, which is not the right way to do it because yeah. it's, it's the little things like there's no like shopping basket for fuck's sake. Yeah, you yeah, have to buy each it's Kind instance, of weird of bad have UI. That.
1: Yeah. But I mean, okay, I mean let's not go on too much no. about Epic Games though. But so Borderlands 3, yes, the technical issues are real. And again, uh I would say buyer beware. If you have the rig for it, if you think you can handle it, go for it. Yeah. But even like I'm not saying that I have an amazing up to date like uh fucking all the latest technology rig. I mean my machine is literally almost as old as Borderlands 2. Literally. <laughs> but it it doesn't run like a dream, but it's fine, it's playable. And that's the least of its problems. Uh, like, okay, so, that out of the way, What's the great things? What are the things you love, boys?
2: I love, I, I think the gunplay is fun. Like, it feels more accurate than Borderlands 2. I think they've kind Slightly. of... Slightly. Well, like, when you have a sniper rifle, you shoot at the head, and then you do get a headshot. So, you know, I could consider that an improvement. Also, I think that they've broadened, like, the skills, which is fun.
1: Yeah, I love the skill trees. Because, like... Oh, I, yes. I like
2: uh, Borderlands 2, but I found that... Um, what's her name uh, Maya's uh, like uh, spell was like very like very much like this is the one thing you can do the whereas, face lock yeah the face lock which was
1: useful but she is definitely a utility character but yeah. you need to do an smg build for her it's like uh, yeah whereas it depends on whether you to heal, yeah, heal would, or Mara, to stop amara you dudes, could be like yeah. you know an upfront
2: damage dealer you could be like you know a ranged like a uh, sniper or you could you know do the same phase of stuff, but with more fun additions. I
1: would say, yeah, Amara is definitely the character to play if you want to go hardcore with it. Uh, yeah,
2: because, like, the ability to just tarp enemies like nothing else is so much
1: fun. No, right? The fact that she does elemental damage straight up. Like, yeah, just and
0: like really got light melee damage, too. So yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm
1: definitely planning a, an Amara melee build if I can find the perfect bladed gun.
3: Because
1: mm. anything, like, if, if they had the rapier from Borderlands 2, which does 200% melee damage, like, yeah. That's the build, right there. Uh, I mean, uh, well, who are you playing right now, Toph?
0: Um I'm playing Flack and uh, Amara, like, both of them, back and forth. And yeah. yeah, I actually did like the fact that, yeah, having a nice AI companion who you can summon anywhere with a spell actually works to my favour. But he's the uh, Beastmaster, right? He's a Beastmaster. Basically, yeah, yeah. his beast can grow larger as long as you keep killing enemies while he's at, like, Gamma Blast mode or something. Okay. So it gets bigger and bigger, up to, up to a cap, of course. But still, it's really fun to just have him go around tearing shit up while you are not being targeted and shooting enemies and getting bonus damage for not being targeted too, which mm. is nice. But,
1: uh, I mean, I am I was running a Namara uh, build, and the thing is, like, yeah, something happened, it cocked up, it, it kind of ruined my game save. Oh shit! and I was really far into the game I was definitely way past the events of Eden what, 9 oh that must have stung
2: Eden 6 yeah no
3: it didn't Plus stung eight,
1: six. if you're a hardcore gamer you don't go to sleep you load the next game straight away again. so I'm doing a Zane build right now and I would say this right: Zane I think is low-key gonna be the, the most broken character in the game because the thing is when I finally uh, discovered his legendary class mod and he has this ability where I would say it does he does more damage when his shields are depleted
3: Oh Ooh, which that's nice.
1: kind of like I would say I would say it it opened up a whole new category of Zane for me because I'm playing a very uh, s- uh similar to the Beastmaster where it's more distracting where you're trying to I'm gonna throw the Digiclone then I'm gonna throw like the little drone, right? Mm-hmm. And realizing that I could chain attacks, but the fact that like there is uh this ability where if you launch your, your action skill and it immediately depletes your shield. And then you just immediately do more damage. And the fact that the digiclone's final perk is that he carries the exact exact same gun as you. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I found myself uh, like a Cutsman, which is like the most brutal gun in the game, hands down. If you got a uh, second most brutal, I also found the One Punch Chump. Pro <laughs> okay. tip, guys. Oh yeah, the, the, if you, w- if the you One Punch chump, chump is pretty. It fun. does plus one thousand percent damage. Yeah. Do the math. <laughs> okay. Find that gun.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean wait, it's very easy to find. It's I mean just hands down Jacobs is my favorite, like uh brand of gun. Yeah, but I
1: hate the, the the trigger. I I want something I mean I do know that like I'm paying attention to some guys who play. I know the infinity is in there somewhere. That that's coming back. Oh I know the, the, the Patriot, call. right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like a gun that doesn't need to reload and just shoots infinitely and just by holding down. Yep.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, there's but, also that, uh, that other cousin of the conference call, brainstormer, where it kind of sucks everyone in while you're shooting and having some sort of like chain lightning effect going on.
1: This I didn't is, really uh, en- enjoy game. that. I found that gun too, but it's like I wanted to bring back the interfacer, which is basically the reverse conference call where all the bullets go into one like point. Uh right, right. I mean, I mean, I like the new guns. Like, uh, there's some that kind of uh, harken back to like. I mean, they feel like. Slightly uh, modified versions of things that you're familiar. Mm. Hands down, best grenade in the game. If you can find it, I found it very early on in the jungle level. Get the fucking ultra ball. <laughs> that grenade is bonkers. Okay, it is like legendary fastball from Borderlands Two, has finally been topped. Okay, <laughs> and then uh, I would say um, there's this like there's something that is very similar to the DPUH. Uh, it's the Roizen, I think and here's here's the most ridiculous thing about that gun it switches between explosive fire and corrosive damage
0: oh three elementals it
1: hits you with three elementals and the thing is right the explosive will not only knock enemies off their feet but like if you're fighting off like certain characters which is immune to either corrode or fire like fire beats everything in this game like if you especially if you're starting out playing Borderlands 3 Get a fire elemental gun as quickly as possible because that will just help you melt things.
2: Yeah, don't worry about shields; like they go yeah. down if you shoot a hundred. No, them. but the thing is, once
1: I got this gun, I was taking down like bosses in five minutes. Mm. You know, it's like my 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 captain trount runs, my kill vault runs, right? Yeah, five minutes, no problem. Maximum damage, and it and it has the exact same spread pattern as the double penetrating Unkempt arrow. So it's just this huge cloud of bullets flying towards their face, and it's like it is so goddamn satisfying, and it's like I'm so like, and I would say this right. The guns definitely agree with comp. They have been improved. I'm not much interested in them improving the aim because that's something about Borderlands that you yeah. Might, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You want to keep that basically.
1: You want to kind of shoot from the hip every once in a while, and like it's a spray and pray, which is what makes it fun because you yeah, never. Which the is random.
0: why I hate Malawan guns.
1: <laughs> guns are so fun. I hate yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, That's this one. The I, I think
0: it was called the lob. Yeah. <laughs> The lob was actually kind of fun if you just, you know, pace your timing. You gotta throw out all the little glowing balls of death coming in and no, stuff.
1: No, I have this Malay one, like, a- assault rifle. It's a legendary. I can't even remember the name right now. But the thing is, it does, I think, 30% uh, radiation damage.
0: I think bullet. I might have that one too. That one looks... I forgot that what it's called. That gun is damn, it's nuts! It's
1: yeah. yeah. It's obscene because it melts shields immediately. Because, like, the, the main problem with a lot of boss fights is the fact that I get it. It's a ball game. It's got bullshit shields. You need to go and like, yeah. punch through. You gotta yeah. have your bullet
0: sponge bosses, unfortunately. And True that. This I mean, game you just that. finished off
1: Katagawa, right? Yeah. How annoying is it that when he's on the like the second level and you need to fucking snipe him perfectly in the face just to take his shield and stuff? It's so yes. annoying because like
2: I have you know my legendary shotgun. It's very good. I can't hit someone over there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait, but hey, for any of you guys out there, yes, I can confirm it. The Layuda is in this game. It drops from Captain Trown. It took me five farms to get it. But I think is, it's a low-level one I have currently, and I don't know if it's a confirmed drop. So, uh, yeah, guns are amazing. There's uh, definitely the characters are also interesting, I guess. Yeah, I mean, none of us have
2: tried I have, have we? Oh, I did. did She's it?
0: actually really fun when you try to get a cooldown for a mech as low as you can. Yeah. Especially when you can also uh, do criticals of her attacks, because... When you get criticals, you're basically your ammo fills up slowly. That's a bottomless mag tree that she has. Yeah, she's okay. basically
1: like Salvador from Borderlands too, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But like, yeah. I think the only caveat is like, if you're on the mech, she moves slowly, right?
0: Uh, but she gets more HP, and um, I guess depending on the weapons that you have, they either track mm. or they just do a lot of elemental fire damage. I mean,
1: basically, from. if you want to be a walking turret, that's well, like
0: Yeah, you become
2: a tank. Like, that's what you want to be when you're a big, uh, you know, big target. Uh, maybe you're a little girl. Well, you are a little girl, then you become a really big, yep. big, beefy girl. A
1: big beefy yeah, yeah, yeah. robot
0: girl. A big, beefy girl. Big, beefy robot girl, yeah. I thought you were talking Ellie kind of beefy. No, that's a,
1: that's a different kind of beefy. <laughs> uh, she's she's not beefy, she's definitely pork. <laughs> anyway, boys.
0: Uh, I also do like the I do appreciate the shotguns in the game. They act like how actual FPS shotguns do. Really? They can do knockback damage. I mean, they do knockback and stagger enemies. Finally, well, I and mean, also
2: like that, you know, they're probably like shotguns in real life. And like you point in like the general direction and then press trigger and so on. Are we talking so about
1: realistic down. physics in a Borderlands games, boys? In a fantasy game <laughs> absolutely, yes. <in> a fantasy <laughs> sci-fi yes. game. What? Yes, you guys are playing this wrong. No, no, but I do love the shotgun that killer volt drops. That it's just this giant sound wave that knocks things all over the place. <laughs> That was,
2: that's
0: funny. That was
1: yeah. Ridiculous. Oh, I didn't get that one actually when I killed him. He, he, I think you had to kill him again. Oh, okay. Kill him again. Do All the right. farming <laughs> and I guess yeah. And the thing is, it's very hard for me to have anything uh resolute to say about Borderlands 3 because this is the kind of game that has a lifespan that will last a couple of years, depending on DLC yeah. drops. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is once the meta has been established and once like certain builds have been kind of confirmed and DLC, I yeah. guess. I mean there's a season pass as of now. Well,
0: is that I? Uh, so far they're only they're the only DLC plans they have is uh, they're just gonna add in story missions, but that's about it. Mm. But in terms of like new classes, all that, they're gonna stick to the four that we have, but they're gonna add on more to what they have. Left, so basically. what they did with
2: Borderlands Two, probably yeah. probably
1: the similar roadmap, I guess. Yeah. Which I'm fine with because the thing is, is like, it has. I mean, I would say this for, for certain because if you need to play a shooter right now and you want to play the best one that exists. Mm. It's really cheap on Steam. It's called Borderlands 2. Yeah. And you get the Handsome Jack collection. You get Part One as well and all the DLC. Because that's I think it's like twenty something. It's right? at its
2: yeah. most polished
1: and yeah, balanced. That game has yeah. been refined to fuck. It's not balanced. Really. Well, <laughs> not by any stretch of the. It's just fine. There's a lot to do. <laughs> balanced yeah. as
2: in like whichever class you choose, you're gonna have fun.
1: Yeah I agree, Yeah, it's, it's yeah. balanced that way Whereas this one, I do see like I mean, I, I think Amara is low-key She's gonna be top tier very soon
2: Oh yeah, she's so much fun to play She's very squishy at early levels But you know, once you Oh, she's a tank later
0: on She yeah,
1: becomes I'm a sure. tank later on yeah. And like for me, I'm playing Okay, Zayn, everybody's giving a lot of hate to Zane Because he seems so vanilla but yeah, not
0: really. He's the best. He's actually next to flag. He's probably the best solo character you can use. I think
1: he is the best solo character because you have two points of distraction that can definitely yeah, yeah. help you. Mm. Like say, two
0: action skills, and you can buff. You get buffs when they're all out in the open, basically.
1: Let me repeat again. Your digi clone has the exact same gun kind as of so you. So some ridiculous yeah. <laughs> like legendary, and the thing is, he's a Digiclone, clone. He doesn't miss. You do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So spawn him with the best sniper ever, like the Liuda which drops from freaking Captain Trump.
2: Like remember, kids, the AI has cheese, which make sure they can hit you.
0: <laughs> yeah, just making your cheese back. Yeah. Yes.
1: You know what's amazing It's like I have this ridiculous gun that like it travels really slowly. I think it's called the, uh, the the inoculator or something, right? And it does god ridiculous damage. And it's spawning the Digiclone and seeing him take out Rex with perfect aim. <laughs> As they're flying midair, it's like, I don't have that kind of prediction. And he's just like, boom,
0: boom, boom. Yeah. Boom.
2: Also, fuck racks. <laughs> like, they were just yeah. as annoying in Borderlands 2. I hate them in this game as
3: well.
0: Oh, try fighting a rack that can change his elemental at will this oh. time. yes. <laughs> well,
3: you haven't it's seen so that up yet. Up <laughs> <fighting them> yet.
0: <laughs> I can't wait. Try fighting five of them.
2: <laughs> Killing you I can't wait to learn new swear words in time for that one.
1: Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. You want to learn a new swear word. Okay, this will piss you off. Once you meet. Uh, Billy the Anointed. Then you talk to us. <laughs> okay, oh, <laughs> sure. Oh, Fuck man. that guy.
0: <laughs> Any actually, most of the Anointed they can be very annoying ca- enemies. No, no, no but I'm talking about that level.
1: specific one in the theater fight with with oh, Jacobs. Oh my god! Yeah. A fucking region. It's not even a spoiler. It's a region Goliath that teleports.
0: Fuck yeah. that noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice wake up call. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not like. But the thing
1: is, like, I would say that is definitely crossing the Rubicon because every boss after that is a challenge. And yes, I forgot uh, one thing. I really need to mention definitely the plus point. This game is a challenge. Oh, it yeah. is, it's designed to kick your ass. Like, yes.
2: Even on normal, it's uh, running. Hey, no, don't sit there. You're not allowed to uh, go to sleep.
1: I mean, I would say another pro tip, do the side missions. Level up properly.
2: Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, Do not mess out on those side missions. Do not mess out on the and side missions. And
0: try to get friends on board because your, I think your XP and your rate drops do go up a little bit.
1: So here's another friends. complaint. I tried doing this with friends and for some reason, not matchmaking and the co-op multiplayer buggy as fuck. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Ah uh, yeah, that's a network thing.
1: Yes. A gearbox thing, that's for sure. No, no, Borderlands 2 is perfect. Why this game? Because mm. it's, it's
2: definitely epic fucking up some way then. Or
1: maybe it's the fact that they can't decide whether to deliver like game packets or the nouveau packets. I don't know. Play information or eh, this game is still not a pirated game. Yeah, the first one should have given you a clue by yeah. now.
3: Yes. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Well, at least you can still have your LAN matches, thank God. So... True, yeah. You guys want to come over next time and bring your PCs? Well,
2: I've got a laptop, so I can. <laughs>
0: you can? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but my PC's kind of heavy, so probably not. <laughs> yeah, you also, you know, like, and and also in the same like country, few... so you know. <laughs> yes, not same country, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Gearbox or Epic Games, please fix your networking for this game. Fix your game. networking. Definitely really
1: optimize your game a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really fun. Yeah. I would say, yeah, great game.
2: Yeah, so, uh, if you want to stick a number on it, I would say... 8 out of 10 for me
1: I would say yeah similar it would definitely be like at this point of time uh technical issues aside and all the other drama I would say
0: it's definitely an 8.5 nails in the coffin of Anthem
3: oh for sure (laughs) yeah
0: it's gotta be a 7 for me as well uh it's just um yeah the technical bugs the story I don't know I kind of prefer what Borderlands 2 did and the fact that Borderlands 3 made a few steps forward but a few steps back it just felt a bit like yeah, I gotta wait till the game is fully complete, yeah, it, like maybe after three years.
2: Welcome to Modern Gaming, where you don't get a complete product at launch. You get the complete product five years down the line with the Game of the Year edition.
0: Sir. Thanks, Modern Gaming. Let me remind
1: you of something. <laughs> yes? Anthem didn't have a final boss that was worth anything in Borderlands 3. Yes. <laughs> True. Think about it. Let me remind you about something this is probably going to be the best shooter this year until Doom Eternal drops and we don't know how that's going to work out because fucking Wolfenstein was a piece of
0: shit. Yeah. (laughs) And even so, even so, I think Borderlands 3 is going to have a bit more of a shelf life because of the expansion. Definitely. Well, and also
2: because looter shooters are designed for replayability. Mm.
1: No, but also like, the thing is, the guys who love Borderlands 2, me especially, and especially the community I'm with, right? we all love this game. I think Mm. definitely, it's definitely in game of the, it's definitely in the top 10 of the games this year. I would mm-hmm. say so, yeah.
0: Same here, same here. So, like,
1: if you have the cash and you have the rig or the specific uh, equipment to handle this game, sure. I would say recommended. Not highly, but recommended. For sure. But buyer beware. Okay, your mileage may vary depending on your gear, or I mean, depending on your spec specifications. Maybe
0: wait a few months. Hopefully, yeah. Gearbox or Epic might get some bugs out of the way. Mm. Maybe. I mean,
1: there was a day one patch, right? But it didn't really fix much.
0: No, it didn't. Yeah. I mean,
2: it only a... Still runs pretty slow at Eden 6. Yeah, it wasn't so, yeah. like a huge file either, so there's only so much you can fix with that.
3: Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the new DLC. I'm looking forward to see whether this finally takes the throne away from Borderlands 2. I, sus- I suspect this, once it finally makes the move to Steam... <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's at a spike. Yeah, Are it's you going to buy it again if it goes to Steam? Yes! I okay. love this game <laughs> Steam, Steam achievements man St- That too Oh yeah <laughs>
2: achievements That's something I'm really missing
1: <laughs> I meant that joke drawing itself.
2: Okay let's Sign off boys
0: Alright I've been eccentric I've been the <laughs> handsome shampoo <traffic> collection <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's Gang Hunter This is